0: Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Meaningful Hearts podcast. And today, I want to explore the beautiful world of self-doubt. I want to be clear with everyone. I want to be a little bit upfront. You know, we talk about a lot of subject matter that has to do with life and how to tackle it. Well, I'm in a little bit of a a pickle myself. I'm going through a transitional phase in my career. And... uh kind of having a little bit of a like a worrisome worrisome no kind of having a situation where kind of figuring out what I want to do and where I want to go it's transitional phase so I want to explore that on the show and be completely transparent with you guys Daniela is going to throw darts at me and <laughs> <laughs> prod and poke i'm going to be the um the rain the frog of the experiment the what rain of hmm
1: scientific Tell me something new yeah i don't know what it is yeah
0: i'll never forget that science class uh seventh grade what is it it's a frog it's the scientific uh name for a frog
1: so you're gonna be a frog right now
0: yeah i'm gonna be being dissected
1: Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you dissect a frog. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know what you. Di- I don't
0: know you dissected. I don't I
1: know if didn't. you dissected
0: anything in school. Oh, you didn't. No. Okay.
1: No. Bless that your was soul. A... Bless your soul. Yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah, that was, was, was no disgusting. longer part of the curriculum.
0: Yeah, it was funky. It's you know what it reminded me of—the color. It looked like artichoke carts. and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah had that off colored
1: yeah greenish? No, it wasn't.
0: yeah not I mean, I'm a... kind of glad yeah it's I mean for the sake of science <laughs> and learning I guess it's really awesome but for the whole idea of the class and the smell I was like I was not with it but huh. let's not let's not DV from what we're talking about here Get your scalpel. We're going in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I would like to leave that prior to starting to record. We did briefly talk about it being a good idea for this episode to be a vulnerable one and have me ask Drew some questions about what he's currently dealing with. You know, very, I wouldn't say very similar because there's no way that I could be Drew's therapist, but some of the questions and things to explore are questions I might ask somebody in session. So yeah, should be a good one. (laughs) So tell me and tell us, Drew, what are you currently experiencing other than what you just shared, of course?
0: Well, I guess every once in a while or every few years, depending on Where you're at in your life, you like to reassess on a grander scale, on the macro, right? We're always we're always uh, digesting. We're always like dissecting our lives on the micro, right? Our day to day lives, things that we have pending, things that we need to do. But sometimes there's milestones or points in your life where you start to reflect and like, whoa, you know what? I, I got lost in the sauce for a while, and I realized, like, what? Where am I going, and how did I end up on this path? And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm on that path of trying to figure out where, how did I get here? You know, fast forward a couple of years and is this road where I want to continue to go on or do I want to hit a fork and make a left and go in another direction? Or maybe I need to reassess where I was going and how I've kind of went off course, right? Maybe 1%. Each month or one percent each day i and I started to go off course, so pretty much there there's some been been events that that have happened in my life that have made me really like come to a screeching halt and like, "Whoa Andrew, what are you doing? what's going on here and that's where I'm at it's like it's scary it's exciting, but it's also it also makes me wonder how did i how did I get here and and i I guess more I'm doing a little soul searching on trying to figure that out.
1: How does what you're currently sharing, where does the self-doubt start to come in?
0: Well, I think that as of recent, I, I've not hit some milestones, things that I was expecting to do in the past six months, goals that I set for myself, and I fell short. And I didn't fall short necessarily all on my doing, but on reliance of somebody else. Uh, I guess I failed to impress them enough to, for them to give me an opportunity, and of course that goes right back on you on, your, on yourself and saying where what am I not good enough? Do I not have what it takes? But I've proven this in the past in other in other scenarios. Why here am I being questioned? Am I going crazy? Is it me? Is it the person? Am I being gaslighted? Right? All these questions come up. I always come back to myself first because I'm trying to always be accountable. Where did I go wrong in this, in this interaction over the course of said years or months where this person made a decision to say this, right? Or to believe this. It has to be partially on me, right? So with doing that, I start to assess on a micro scale. I start to, with a fine tooth, fine, fine comb, fine tooth comb, kind of go through, mm. kind of go through it and see where is it, you know, with a little magnifying glass, where, what, what am I doing? What, why am I going about it this way? You know, like you start to double, double check back and you start to guess, second guess yourself and it, it gets kind of ugly. And then you kind of forget why you're looking in the first place. And then you, you just, it just, it kind of, you kind of spiral. It gets kind of ugly.
1: I was literally just, that word literally just came to my mind. That oh, it I thought of like you. Spiral. We're connected. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You're like, Andrew, you see this word? <laughs> and you know what, in thinking desk.
1: about it, in thinking about what you were just saying, that's honestly what I would say if we were actually in a session. You know, I I'm obviously listening to you, but it does sound like by starting this journey of self-reflection or by taking some time to reflect on what you've accomplished what you fell short in you start to question yourself and you really do it sounds like you started to spiral the main thing that i hear that i heard from you and i hear in my patients and even in myself sometimes is that question am i not good enough i think that's the biggest thing that ties into self-doubt because we wonder what did we do wrong whether it's in a relationship whether in its careers whether it's in school academics, sports whatever it is that's a common question that i hear people ultimately experience myself included i remember there was a time where i was very doubtful of myself and my ability to be a therapist but that's a story for another time let's let's go back to you (laughs) (laughs) So tell me more.
0: What's there to tell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess tell me more of how you end up in this spiral. How did you develop that habit? Where does that come from? I think it
0: always, I mean, reflecting back, I always try to go back to my childhood, right? I always go back to that place. The young Andrew that still lives inside of me, right? That child still lives inside of me. I'm just an adult. I mask, you know, you mask things, you, your emotions, you're a little more in control of things. But in the end of the day, that scared child lives inside of you. And then you follow back to that child's memories. So I go back to living at home and and seeing how my parents tackled uh, crises or situations where they would be very hard on themselves. And in turn... I would kind of just absorb all that because when I had my own shortcomings, I would also make excuses or be hard on myself. And it's interesting because I would have conversations. I, we're always going to go back to my dad. My dad's like, my dad's the the <laughs> champion. He's the champion of of reflection. And it would always be If somebody succeeded, it was because they were lucky. It was because they were in the right place at the right time. You got to like, you got to like strike the oil and it pops out. It's there, but it's just a chance encounter. Now, listen, there, there is about, I would say one to 2% luck. And the rest of it is a lot of hard work because you might get an opportunity, but if you do not have the abilities, the aptitude in order to seize the moment, you're not going to succeed. So it's mostly work. You're, 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 and and it always came down to game down to that came down to that. So that mentality level. So when I failed, I gave up pretty quickly. I always got down on myself and said, you know what, you're just not you know you're just not lucky enough. You just don't. and I didn't realize it was it just came down to hard work. And anyways, so my logic brain understands that as I've gotten older and I've reflected off of other people in my life. Realize realized it's, it's not so simple that it requires, you know, skill and it requires work. But in any case, I always revert back to that primitive mindset. Sometimes it's almost like a default. If I'm not think, if I'm not, if I don't closely like grasp myself, sometimes I lose, I lose myself and I, and I, and I go back to like, whoa, you know, maybe I am not, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe it's just, it's not meant for me. It's just, see, Andrew, it's, it's happening just like all the other times.
1: <sighs> that hurts my heart. I mean, <laughs> I, I, as my partner, that hurts my my heart. Yeah. As a professional, mm, it would hurt me in a different way. Just kind of she cries at all of her sessions
0: <laughs> and she hugs everybody. She's a hugger.
1: <laughs> I have hugged people, but I ask beforehand. Yes, yes, but but I think go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say that that it really just comes down to I always reflect on my environment. So for a moment, I lose myself and like you know Andrew. Maybe the, this is not for you. And then the other part of me is like Andrew, what are you talking about? It's you could fail a million times does not, does not reflect that you are the problem. It's just that you got to work a little further at it. And it's, some, it's, it's a hard concept to grasp because how many times could you fail before you start to think maybe it is me? It's, it's a normal human reaction, right? You, sure. you burn your hand I, so many times. You're like, maybe I shouldn't stick my hand in the fire. Not a good yeah. idea. But sometimes that, that last time you decide to push forward, you you push through. And that's the beauty of success. At what level you decide to push through. And I, I think sometimes it's hard for me to grasp that because I I I still fight the mindset of I was not meant for more. I I don't deserve more. That I that I'm not lucky enough, right? So it, I always go back to that, you know that 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 voice that was very much in my life, right? My my parents it was and i was raised to to be like andrew play it safe andrew go to college get a good job like it was such basic stuff it wasn't like andrew go for the moon it was andrew you get a good job the job is going to be secure you have a family you get a house and it's like that's all bullshit right but it was like andrew play it safe as safe as you can i i even have these conversations with my mom now and she'll be like oh so you know, like, what are you doing to be safe? It's like, it's like always safe, 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 safe. Now they quote unquote played it safe, but they still had a ton of turmoil in their lives. So it makes you wonder, what are you talking, what are you really saying? So I, I have all this crazy, like, uh, yarn crazy. ball cat mm-hmm. playing thing that's yes. rolling down a the not hill. A ball of yarn. Ball of yarn, there you go.
1: Not and, a ball of yarn.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, I, I guess I, I battle with it. Like, obviously I'm not out speaking out loud about it, but in my mind, it's, you go to some places, like that's so silly, but you entertain it because it's, so not it, silly it's very, either. well, it seems in a logical sense, it seems silly, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are things that yes. cannot happen to you in real life, but we entertain these things. Like, you yeah. know, that could possibly happen. It's like, no, we can't.
1: Well, I say not silly because that's what I would say if I were in it or was if I was if I were I think if I was in a session
0: if you were I in a session
1: if I were in a session
0: I mm. think both are correct
1: yeah if, if I were
0: if I were in a session
1: if I was I don't know you're yeah. you you're, you're, the, <laughs> we'll grammar, you're the, the
0: grammar expert not me I am you know what this is why chat GPT <laughs> so doesn't matter what you do you just know no, chat no, GPT no, what no, should no. I say
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no I'm starting to see not why that humans that are faulty. no well, the reason why I say that it's it's not silly um, is because I would say that to somebody because so many of us can relate to that and we can logically tell ourselves, man, that's silly thinking. But what we end up doing when we say that is we end up invalidating our own feelings, much yeah. like our parents. And you and I have said this before. When we talk about our parents, when we talk about our childhood experiences, it's important to emphasize that we are not here to bash or only talk badly about the people who raised us you know in a lot of ways I'm grateful for the way that I was raised because I'm able to have the conversations that I have now but at the same time it is reflecting on the difficulties that we experience in childhood and for you in particular with everything that you've just shared I've heard very similar stories where people and even in the seminars that we've attended that's a common narrative the the success is only for the ones who are lucky the ones who i don't know pull their name out of a hat and just happen to make it uh the ideal thing to do is to play it safe so a lot of the things that you're saying and the narrative that you've shared with us i think a lot of people can relate to that and sometimes it is really easy to fall back because that's what you know that's what's familiar as uncomfortable as upsetting as it might be it's what you're used to or it's what you used to be used to at least i know that you've worked on changing your mindset i've certainly worked on changing mine but it is pretty excuse me it's pretty normal to be experiencing what you're experiencing and that was ultimately or that is ultimately the goal of this particular episode. You know, a lot of the episodes that we have done, we give feedback on how to, right? How to overcome things, what to do for yourself. But this is, I think, a really good way of helping people feel like they're not alone, like they can relate to your experience in particular because I think it's pretty understandable. If that makes sense,
0: does? I think that, I think that it's it's interesting, right? So you, the reward of succeeding, like I, I guess going through the process, you never, I guess you you believe that you can succeed, and but until you do, and when you do succeed, it's still surreal. I guess that's the re, the reward, right? The payoff, because yes, you believe, but you don't know for, I guess beyond a reasonable doubt that you will succeed. If that makes any sense.
1: Mm, you lost me a little
0: bit. Well, I mean, I guess we, we're a little skeptical, right? I guess I have a skeptical mindset, but that's that's the be- the beautiful part of it, because I know when I do succeed, I'll be so over the moon about it. In yeah, because
1: you would have proven yourself wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I, Interesting. I, the best, I say the best example is sometimes when I work out, I still have like, I, I, it's a never-ending cycle for me to work out and to to body build and to grow my muscle and things like that. Every day that I lift, I don't, I don't see myself any different. I still see it as a process that I'm going through, but there are moments where I'm like, "Oh, oh okay, wow, that's that, that that's shaping up pretty well." Like, and I can't believe how long I've been doing it for. And I think that's what keep it keeps me humble, um, and it keeps me it keeps me in a place where I can keep pushing forward. And I guess that's the best one, right? That's one that's that's a that's a surreal thing for me building my body this is something i always wanted to do and i never knew how and it took years and years and i'm still learning on how to build my build my body up and to to have a muscular physique something that i i pride myself in and i it's still surreal to me it's still like wow but i guess in a sense i have to have that same faith in everything else that i do and just it's it's a it's a rep one rep after the other it's a certain it's a certain set of reps for a certain muscle group Com- combined over time, and that compounds, and then you get results slowly but surely, and you get to see them in dividends that makes sense.
1: interesting. you know what's really interesting about that is that one of the questions that I thought to ask you is what's been a key component that has helped you in times of self doubt and you kind of answered the question at least when it comes to your physical self
0: yeah, I mean. I think I think fitness is very important in building strength not just on the physique but it does make you feel powerful. Feeling good always helps in every way. You know, you wear nice clothes, you get a good haircut, it helps you feel good to go on a job interview, go to a party, to feel comfortable, right? So I think that it has also helped me in when I when I do put on when I do dress up when I do go to something, I have that power behind me. I am strong, I am fierce, right? I am this person. Now, I'm still battling in the arena, but I think it is is—it is definitely added. And I, I also have wins on my back that also help me say, hey, Andrew, you, you took something from A to B, and here you are. So you could do this with other things. It's just a different process. It's not as straightforward. Or maybe I'm overcomplicating it.
1: Can you give an example of something that isn't what uh, related to physical part? Like for what you are going through right now in this period of questioning yourself, self-doubt, asking if you're good enough, what do you deserve, and finding yourself going back to those primitive thought processes. What's something that has helped you despite what you're currently feeling? What's something that's helping you get through it?
0: Well... I'd say, of course, having an amazing, having a, listen, having an amazing, an amazing partner. I
1: definitely raise my hand and say, "Me, me, me." I was yeah, pointing she didn't at even myself. let me
0: actually say that, so that's on her. But she, I was going to say that <laughs> having so an amazing boring. partner and support system is always key. But the rest, the rest has to come from you, right? You still have to bring it because that that if you're a, a sad sack of potatoes, your partner can't help bring you up. You could just mope around, right? So have she amplifies she she reflects the good on on back on me and she she's she, she supports me so when I'm when I'm cheering when, I, when, she, when I'm doing something she's cheering me on I think that anything positive I try to stick to positive things I try to stick to things that are growth minded and I stay in a certain area I, I try to read and look at things that that'll help build me financially in uh, helped me build in a a sense of career. So I, I think constantly building and working on myself has really helped me. I think I finally found, I finally caught my stride in the past, I'd say three to four years with, with being able to do that because I felt lost many times over and over and over again. It used to be, it used to be something that I used to live with like a rain cloud where I was constantly lost at periods of my life. Like, I would start a job, feel lost, start this, feel lost it would just be, it would just be hanging over me, and I didn't quite realize or understand what it was. I think part of it was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted and being patient on getting the thing that I want most, and not being so urgent on just jumping on anything. Listen, I still struggle with that, but I think that's a that's a main component on my my ability to grow being able being in the driver's seat and choosing what I want and not feeling like. Uh, I'll take whatever you give me. And I think that was a real big component, especially now in my career, choosing what I want, starting this podcast, continuing on, becoming the person that I've become and meeting Daniela, who's also chose to become the person she's become. And together we found each other. These are all choices, right? These are all people that we chose to become. And I think that like anything else, you have to pick and choose what you really want and go after it. And it may not be the right thing, and you might have to change, and that's fine. But you have to choose something and go forward, go forth with it. So that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm in the choosing process. I'm trying to reassess what I like and I dislike about the last path I went on, reassess, tune it, and then push forward and see how that goes. And that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting over it. I'm getting over it. I was in a little bit of a lull. I was feeling a little little down, but I was able to pick my pick myself up a lot faster than I ever was in the past. Cause I would go mm. six months, a year, I'd be heavily depressed. I would medicate myself with purchasing things that I didn't need and and just just doing stupid stuff. And I think that's that's I've been able to mitigate a lot of that. And obviously, having a great support system on top of that is just to, to be able to talk about it and express it has also helped me.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> I so thank you for sharing that. And I know I said earlier, we're not going to tell you how to overcome the self doubt, but I think <laughs> it just naturally happened a little bit. Now, keep in mind that it's just one way for you, our listeners, to think about. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the the exact, um, I guess, framework or the exact formula that, that Drew and I have just been talking about, mainly Drew, because this was more so a moment of vulnerability. Like I said, the main purpose of this particular episode is that no matter where you are, whether you're able to get back on your feet quickly and, you know... Look self doubt in the face and say, I got this, whether it takes you some time or whether you're still figuring out where your self doubt comes from. This is one of those episodes that's just like, hey, we're here with you. We are human and we're on the same path, the same journey as you are to building a more meaningful life. I think I said that last episode too, but
0: (laughs) it's got to be a thing.
1: It's, it's, it is very. You know, we are very genuine about this. I also have said this before. One of my favorite things about what Drew would say throughout his episodes was that if we could help or inspire one person, then that's very rewarding within itself. And my hope, and I think that Drew's hope in being vulnerable and sharing and being raw is to say, hey, we're here with you. And We're going to continue to be here with you. And I think that's a good way (laughs) to wrap up our current conversation. Drew, is there anything else that you'd like to add?
0: Not at the moment. We'll have, we'll always follow up on these. These are great conversations.
1: Awesome. Thank you all for listening.
0: And have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week.